Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC, this is an earlier recording. No, it's a later recording. Well, earlier time of the day recording, later day of the week recording than usual. You know. Like, technically, this is less than 24 hours later than when we'd usually record. Okay, but it's still late. It's late. It's not... The podcast is going to be up on time, okay? Why'd you have to break the illusion? We could have just lied and said this was our usual Wednesday recording date. Well, you were the one that broke the illusion. I didn't break it. I was just saying that it's earlier in the day. That's what I was going to say. It's not 8 p.m. Or, sorry, 8.45, 9 o'clock. No, no. It's 5.18 Okay, that's my favorite time of day. You know that. So Grayson, five eighteen. We're here earlier. JC's favorite time of day. 5:18. That's right. PM. Grayson, we're here earlier yeah. than we usually are. I'm still more tired than I normally am, though, which that's is weird. Unfortunate. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I feel exhilarated. That's good. Yeah. On the way over here, I witnessed some serious road rage happening. Like. One car was swerving in front of the other from lane to lane, and then the car tried getting off the highway, and they followed them off the highway, and then I could like, kind of see them on the access road get into an accident, kind of. I was, something's going down. Mm. So that was just, it was really exciting, Grayson. So I'm just, I'm still riding that high of potentially witnessing a murder. So, hey, you know, I also saw a dead deer on the road today. That was shocking. How'd it get there? Not a lot of deer out here. No, not on the highway, at least not on on Ben White Boulevard, not by Dan's Hamburgers. That's such Certainly an odd not. spot for a little deer to get hit. It was a big deer, to be clear. Oh. Yes. So, Grayson, why do you think you're tired? I think because it's Thursday, and that's normally my rest day. Yeah. My rest and recovery day. So, if you're not resting today, what is it? It's just a, it's a, I'm tired. I didn't get the chance to have a rest recovery day. No, but I'm asking if instead of using this day for rest, what are you using it for? Well, for the podcast, of course. Well, what else did you do today? Well, I went and uh, went to a place called the Emerald Tavern. The Emerald Tavern. With one of the people in my D&D group because we had to plan some stuff out. Okay. Had to make some plans, had to plot some stuff, mm-hmm. had to figure some stuff out. Was said stuff figured out? Mostly. Okay. Still some unanswered questions, but like we'll have to wing it and see how it goes. Tis life. Tis life. Tis life. But most of your Emerald Tavern's so cool. I was about to ask, how did the Emerald Tavern treat you? It's it's a cool place. Okay. It's like all themed kind of, you know, fantasy Green. medieval. Oh. Um, and all their drinks and stuff are themed fantasy medieval. They got some cool tables. You just kinda of show up, you play games. Uh-huh. Are the cool servers place. in costume? No, but they were all the type of people you'd expect to be working at a place like that. Okay, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Huh. Well, but they were nice. They were good people. They, I enjoyed them. Yeah, no, that's really good. A couple weeks ago, before the podcast, when I was hanging out with Steven, we went to a comic book store. And along similar lines, like the people working there and the patrons there were who you'd expect, you know? Yeah. Like, there was this gargantuan fellow who was very sociable, uh, who just was clearly flirting with the with the lady with at Steven. the register. Not Stephen, unfortunately. I, I wish it were Stephen. Twas not. Darn. Twas not Gray the Gray. But... Was w- the lady at the register pretty? I mean, definitely out of his league. Oh. Maybe... But I don't, I don't mean any disrespect here. 
but definitely below Stevens League. You know, oh. somewhere between those, you know, does that paint the more clear picture for you? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. It's the, the comic book store right here by your place. Taking a shot. You know, he, Steven should have gone for it. I think really she was in her 40s. In. Oh. So, but Steven did tell me yesterday, all he needs in life is a 50 year old Asian woman. Uh, he was referring to a hairstylist, but... He didn't provide that context initially, so it just sounded like he was really looking for a 50-some-odd-year-old Asian lady to take Real care cougar. of him. cougar. Milf. Yeah, he just wants to live with his mom. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's let's just call a spade a spade. Um, Grayson, Steven and I, I was, so I'm not tired right now. In fact, I feel more energetic than usual, probably because it is so early, okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have a more more of a grasp on what I'm saying <gasps> of this podcast than I usually do. But last night, oh, I was tired, Grayson. I was so very tired. Oh, no. I went to this concert with Steven, okay? This concert that I promised him I'd go to with him, like, before he moved to Austin. Before he moved to Austin, he was like, hey, if I move to Austin, can we go to this concert? And at the time, I was like, yep. And finally, the he time didn't had recognize come. the consequences. You didn't think he'd actually pull through. I mean, that's true. I did not expect him to actually live here. But here he is. We went to the concert. And this is, like, one of his favorite bands. A band that when I found out it was his favorite back when we were like 15, I tried listening to and I just never got into them, you know? I was like, this is a little too eh for me. And here I am now, seven, eight years later, they're still just so eh, you know? Oh. Yeah, like the concert was okay. It, and, and But that happens. You can't really expect yourself to enjoy a concert of a band you know none of the songs of. Mm-hmm. And you know what's especially messed up, Grayson, is that I struggle to enjoy concerts when it's because okay, do you know what like a dual headline show is? It's probably pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Okay, but basically, instead of just an opener, main act, or two openers and a main act, there's two main acts, right? And those can be just tough to get through as is, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I went to one earlier this year of two bands I liked. It was a tiring experience. This was a dual headline show of two bands I didn't know, and they also had an opener. And so there, I had to sit through three sets that I just didn't know any of the songs. It was, it was a sad time. And then when you add on top, all three bands play the slowest, most mundane music imaginable. It was tough. It was just, again, it was an okay con. It wasn't bad. The music wasn't bad. But it didn't do a good job of keeping me awake. The you bands know? were eh. Were the people there eh too? Okay, so this is where I have good news. It well, I I've never been among, or maybe in the taller half of the audience. You know, I'd say I was about average to above average in height at this concert, Grayson. So I would have been a giant. You you yes, you absolutely would have. You would have towered over everyone in the building, uh, including all the musicians. I do believe, and it, it I. I can't tell if it's because everyone – it didn't seem like everyone was, like, young kids there, right? It didn't seem like a bunch of high schoolers, but it seemed like a bunch of sh- short men. And then the main audience and demographic were women, and so the guys that were there were either, again, these short boys watching the show into the bands or the boyfriends that were dragged along, you know? So, so Steven, short boys. Steven, Steven was not in the boyfriend category. I was in the boyfriend category that mm-hmm. night, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just mean the short boy demographic. The short boy demographic. And 
I became acquainted with the short boy demographic upon not even getting into the venue. It was when we were going through security. And, uh, you know, it's where, like, you scan the ticket, and they're like, are you – can we see your IDs? Are you 21 and up? Blah, 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 blah. And they give you a wristband to drink. And these two guys next to us, they're, they're probably, like, 17, 18-year-olds, whatever. The lady asks them, uh, are you guys 21? And the kid, like, it's really defensive. And it's like, um, the show said all ages. And the lady was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just – I just have to ask, like, to see your ID if you want to – and the kid just booked it past her. So I don't know what – the lady was just trying to give him a wristband if he was wanting to drink, you know? And she didn't even ID him. She said, are you 21? Yeah, they could have lied and drunk if they wanted to. That's the short boy demographic for real. They, I mean, yeah. Just why did why do you do that? Short boy Why did you get so defensive when they asked if you were 21? It's the short boy complex. I mean, I guess so. Goddamn. And so, yeah, it, the concert was fine. I, I just – do I have any other takeaways from the concert? There's, you know, in Spider-Man. What was the girl demographic? We know it's short boy demographic. What's the girl? The the the, the ones who brought the boyfriends. Because uh, you said it was majority women. Like, that's true. Like, what do you mean? Like, they're, they were. Where's our stereotype? I need a stereotype. Like, okay. Like, mid to late teens, early 20s, like, bedroom pop music. Like, half emo, but don't actually listen to emo music. You know? Valorant girls. Sure. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, I don't know what a Valorant girl is, but I trust your judgment, Gray the Gray. That's what I'm going with. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, that That's really the vibe that I got. And a few times during the concert or, or during the waiting around periods, Steven would be like, all right, time to make friends. And then we would just stand there. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't What? Steven, like, well, we were in line for I, merchandise. Please Steve, just tell the whole story from the start again. Like the beginning the, of going to the concert? No, no, no. Just that segment there. What was Steven doing? What did Steven There do? were multiple points in the night. And now let me zoom out so I can give you a bit more context. Okay. We're standing in line for merchandise because Steven was going to buy a shirt, you know? And Steven asked me, like, do people actually make friends at concerts? And Or, like, do people actually meet people at concerts? And I was like, yeah. Like, one of my friends, like, like one of the only people I've, like, made friends with since being in Austin I met at a concert, like, when I first moved here. And Steven was like, oh, how'd that happen? And I was like, I just, he walked up to me. We got there really early, and the show had, like, no one there. Um, and so then after that point, when we were, like, standing, waiting for the bands to come on, it happened on, I think, two or three times where Steven looked at me and said, time to make friends. And then we didn't do anything. We just sat there still on our phones, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to describe. Did it come across as ironic, or was that full sincerity, Stephen? It was... comes across it, uh, in the moment. It came across as completely not ironic, and that if I had initiated conversation with people around us, Stephen would have tried to engage. But if Stephen were to hear about it and talk to us, he would claim it was ironic. Like how one point during the opener, Stephen looked at me and said, "I have to go to the restroom," and we had gone to the restroom before the opener, right? And usually at concerts. You know, or at least in my experience, what I do is even if I have to go to the restroom, I'll wait, especially if it's the opener, I'll wait until they're done and then just go afterwards, you know, like in between the sets. And so when Steven said, I have to go to the restroom, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? You know, like he can go to the restroom. I just thought it was funny. Right. And he was like, no, 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 I'm just joking. And then when the band ended, 
I said to Stephen, Stephen, did I shame you out of going to the restroom? And he was like, yeah. And I said, Stephen, why did you lie and say you were joking? He says, oh, I was just coping. Which is <laughs> the most honest I've ever seen Stephen be about his coping behaviors, you know? Like, that was a very, very nice moment of vulnerability and clarity. That's beautiful. That are seldom seen with Stephen. No, that's really a, a rare occurrence. Yeah, but it was just so blatantly obvious. Why would he make a joke about going to the bathroom? It's not a joke. It's not <laughs> no, funny. He clearly needed the piss. Poor you know? guy just wanted to go to this concert like, and make friends, but if, he just couldn't do it. If it were right when, like, the, we were there to see, again, one of his favorite bands. If it was right when they were taking the stage, his favorite band, Stephen leaned in my ear and said, I have to go to the restroom. <laughs> that would be I, hilarious. That would be funny, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. But no, this is not the case. Um, anything else to the story? Gray I can't believe you shamed him out of going to the restroom, JC. <laughs> I mean, he could have gone. I just, I thought it was funny, but not like ha ha funny. More like, what are you doing? Kind of funny. Can't believe you shamed him, JC. Earlier in the night, we ate at a restaurant called Baby Elephant, but it's the Spanish word for elephant, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Elefante. Nope. Something yeah. like Acapulco or Apo- something like that. Baby A's. It's called Baby A's. Is is what the sign said. But it's Baby Elephant. And we ate there. I'm looking up elephant in Spanish. Okay. It starts with an A. And the the, the woman, our our server, asks us for what we want to drink when we first get there, Grayson. And I say, oh, can I just get a water? And then Steven said, can I get a water too? And and the girl's like, yeah, sure. And she turns away, like starts to walk away. And this is a Tex-Mex restaurant, okay? And our, our server is very clearly Hispanic. Uh, she like gets like maybe half a foot away, like walking away from us, and Steven says, "Oh, sorry, agua." Or just that's just that's a bold move, you know. I don't know why you said that. Could you look up elephant already? You're so distracted. I'm looking it up. It's Elefante! not hard to find it. So what's Acapulco? Type think, in baby A's. I think Acapulco is a place. No. Why would it call be? Why no? No, no, no. Hear me out. Baby. A's Austin. They have purple margaritas, allegedly. It's Acapulco. Acapulco? A-C-A-P-U-L-C-O. A-C-A-P-U-L-C-O. Oh, no. A hurricane just tore through it five hours ago, killing 27. It's a city in Mexico. But 27 people just died, like, today. No In Acapulco. Bad omen. No. Someone just updated their Wikipedia article two hours ago. No. No. Done. So why is baby Acapulco mascot a baby elephant? It was so misleading. Then you questioned me when I told you the actual Spanish word for elephant. Well, I just really thought that baby Acapulco's, with the mascot being a baby elephant, just I assumed it meant baby elephant. And I feel like I'm not in the wrong for that. You know, but as a non-Spanish when, speaker. Well, as a Spanish speaker. No, no, as an ex-Spanish speaker. Excuse you. When you said elephant in Spanish and I say elefante, you're like, oh, no, that's wrong. A little insulting. I'm sorry. I even knew what Acapulco was. You it's did. You knew it was a place. That is yeah. that is true. You didn't know that there was a hurricane that killed almost <laughs> no 20 clue. people. Yeah, that was great. So, hey. Oh, you know what happened to me this morning? Before I uh, went to go hang out with uh, the person from my D&D group, okay. um, I almost had to cancel because at like Typical. 8 or 9 this morning, mm-hmm. I get a phone call from uh, GameStop. Main. Oh, from GameStop. Yeah, you know, the place I work, GameStop. Yes, I get a course. call from them and they say, 
hey, so there's a tornado warning in the area of our Austin corporate offices. This is like an automated thing I'm summarizing. It was okay. more like, rah, rah, rah. The emergency. Rah. Yeah, you know, the whole, the whole spiel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, the, the takeaway from it was, if you want to shelter in place, you can. This is mostly directed to people like in office at the time. Yeah. If you want to shelter in place, you can. But if you don't want to, you can keep working. And there was like this heavy implication of like, we can't tell you not to shelter in place because that would be illegal. Yeah. But just do your job type of thing. Yeah. You know, all all those people sheltered in place at GameStop, you know, at the GameStop offices. Because you work at GameStop corporate. And that's what people don't understand mm-hmm. is that you're at the corporate offices for GameStop here in Austin, Texas. Yep. Um. So... Why did that almost keep you from going to hang out with your friend at um, the Emerald Place? Well, because there was a tornado warning, and she lives in the same direction as uh, those offices. I was driving in that direction earlier, and as I got into the area, I got that emergency. The flash flood. I got your like life two is on or the three line. of those just on the way to her place. Which is like, no, it was fine, man. Yeah. There was nothing. It was fine. It was A-OK. When I looked out the window, it was raining like crazy. I was like, man, between that and the tornado warning, I'm like, maybe I don't want to drive in this. But you made it. Yeah. You're here today to tell the tale. It's true. I'm so proud of you for that, Grayson. Thank you. I'm so, so proud of you for that. So what else have you been doing? Okay. I need to know what else has been happening in your life. I've been working. Okay. Been hanging. I mean, that's good. At our last D&D session, we ended the session, and then I told uh, one of the other player characters, I think my character is going to kill your character. And so his character had to run away. Aw. Yeah. With his tail between his legs? Pretty much. Does he have a tail? No. I hope his next character has one. That'd be hilarious. That'd be sick as fuck. Constantly between his legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Also, before the concert yesterday, I was at a Goodwill with Steven. Okay, we made some purchases. But when I was in the checkout line, there was this, I don't know if they were a couple, maybe brother and sister, maybe just friends, right? But it was like this skinny lady in like her 30s and then this, um, you know, comic book type uh, right next to her, like a guy with her. And the girl is like talking to everyone. She's talking to the cashiers, even though she's still in line. She's talking to everyone around her, talking to the security guard. And she sees like, you know how Goodwill right now is a big old Halloween section in the front? Mm-hmm. There's like this sexy like wolf lady onesie that they have on like a mannequin and she's like oh my god and she walks over to it and starts asking people what what would you think i was if i wore this what would you think i was if i wore this and no one would answer her and then she asked the security guard and the security guard started telling her things that she could accessorize with it he didn't understand the question that that's that's that that was that interaction i was just it it struck me as a lot you know, I feel like that's what Steven would be like if he was a woman. You think so? Yeah, because like, you know, in a social situation. Yeah. If you're a pretty enough girl, stuff like that's acceptable. Yeah. If Steven was a pretty girl. He'd have confidence. He would have the confidence. To say the things he wants to, to be say. more outward with the bizarreness that he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's kind of what Steven would be like. You know, you bring up a really fair point. You know, it's just because Steven is the way he is. But because his just sheer masculinity, he's shamed for it. Right. You know? And that's that's a shame. He's His true potential is downtrodden. We need to get him on some E, Grayson, okay? Can we inject Steven with estrogen just like during the night? Thoughts? No. Why not? 
That would only serve to ruin the poor boy's life. Oh, so I thought it was going to make him more confident. I really misunderstood this no, whole conversation. No, what we need is Buff Boy Steven. Okay, 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 Buff Boy Steven. Uh, so estrogen is not going to help our cause. Probably not. Shit, okay. No, that's fair. That is very fair. I've not been working on becoming Buff Boy JC, but I've been working on becoming Loose Hamstring JC. Okay, Grayson? Because... I think I'm a decently flexible human being, just naturally so, because of whatever way my bones are, or I don't, I don't know what it is, right? But you I didn't can... drink enough milk growing up, so your bones didn't get big enough, but your tendons and everything kept growing. So sure, extra flexible. I'm That's cool my with theory. that. But the thing is, my legs can't straighten for shit. You know, like I can touch my toes and everything, right? And I can like lean forward and touch them if I'm sitting down, but like if I'm laying on my back. Like, I can't straighten my leg and have it go at, like, a 90-degree angle. Like, it just – there's too much of a bend. You okay? And all the internet says is that my – it's my hamstrings. They're not they're not loose enough. They're too tight, my hamstrings. What do you mean you can't straighten your leg? Like, if you are laying flat on your back, right? And, like, you know how you can do toe touches when you're laying straight on your back where, like, your feet are in the air and you can, like, reach up and touch the tip of your toes? I've never once tried that in my life. But it's like an exercise, okay? Okay. Or like just like anything like that. Or like I I, I don't know how to properly explain it. But just, you know, you see right now I'm sticking my legs straight out, right? And yeah, it's at like a 90 degree angle straight. with me. But if I am like leaning back or whatever, it'll bend forward. Like there will be like a bend in my knee and I can't like correct, you know? And they say that's because of the hamstrings, the internet. Like leg scissors, you know? Have you ever tried to do those? No. Okay. Well, those are hard too to do. Point is, they lock up and they be not. They don't even lock up. They just they can't. They no, can't. it's the opposite of locking. Yeah, exactly. Up, they just get like kind of like stuck and they won't. They won't go all the way. But I've started using a jump rope to stretch my hamstrings, and I feel so much lighter, like looser. And it's like, I just don't feel tight now. And I didn't know I felt tight before, you know? I thought starting to do yoga, like, gave me that sensation. But I'm only two days into using a jump rope on my leg. And it just, it's crazy. My hips just feel, like, okay, you know? It's so good. It's such good news. I mean, I'm thrilled for you. I'm Thank still you. processing where the... <laughs> like, I don't, I, I can maybe find... So, like... It, Here's here's the conundrum I'm trying to process here, yeah. JC. You told me an issue. Yes. I ask you, what does this issue affect? And then the only things you can tell me it affects are like two obscure exercises that can't even be fully explained. And then you're like, wow, but this has changed my life. It has. It just changes how you feel. So like, okay, okay, okay. Like theoretically, if my hamstrings are as loose as they'd ideally be, Okay, I'm showing Grayson these photos. If you want to follow along at home, go to Google and type in tight hamstring images and scroll down a ways till you find an image of three ladies bending over in red. I've lost them. Where did they go? (laughs) JC, they're going to find something very different. No, listen, where did the ladies go? This was really helpful. Grayson, no. Fuck, they're gone. Send people to Google images to look for ladies bending over. It just... it. It would have been effective. Okay, I found the three ladies in red again. Okay, day one. This is what they're able to do, right? Right there. I can do that. Pretty, not that. I can do that pretty easy. But I cannot do that. You know? Why do you want to do that? 
well, obviously it feels nicer if I'm able to, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I really didn't know this until I've started doing, because I've done like a at-home yoga practice now for every day for like three or four months, Grayson, right? And it feels so different being in control of my body and not in like a mental way of like, like take like self-care. I'm, I'm finally in control. I have no self-control, right? I'm terrible with my eating habits, all this kind of stuff. But it feels so good having like bodily control, like to move my arm and know exactly where it's going to go and stuff instead of just like just hoping for the best. I've never had the sensation of hoping for the best. It, I would I, consider myself a generally like clunky and clumsy person. Exactly. I feel less clunky. But I, I've never had the sensation of I don't know where my limbs are going. I've never had to guess. It's at not them necessarily that, but you know, it's it's it, it's it's that. Have you just been effect. throwing your arms around, hoping they land in the right place? I, I just mean, don't yeah, understand. That's generally what happens. That is absolutely generally what happens. I think I've just resigned myself to the idea that I'm not going to be like I'm a decently flexible guy, given everything else wrong with you know my joints. But I've just resigned myself to I'm just joints are messed up. There's no good so in the sorry. world. It's just how it is. I'm so sorry. This is not good news for, for an aging Grayson. No, this is really terrible isn't. news. This is terrible, terrible news. Want some good news, though? Please. Want some shining light? Absolutely. And this is part of why we need Steven to become buff Steven. Okay, buff boy Steven. Mm. He was at... It, what he usually does before I pick him up from work on, on Wednesdays, right, is he will just go to the HEB and walk around and I'll usually walk out with some raw meat he didn't plan on purchasing, okay? This has happened like three separate times now. Um, it happened again yesterday. But upon him getting into my car, you know what news he tells me? And he may have already told you this. Do you already know where I'm going with this? Is this the Snapchat? He sent me a Snapchat. It probably is what he told you on Snapchat. And that is that he saw the Caroline Constanar. I don't believe him. I do, though. You is do. the thing. I do believe him. Just because she lives here now, and also the interaction he described to me sounds like that's how it will go down. Because um, you know Steven. And you did, know Steven when he tries wait, to approach someone. did Steven approach her? Yep. No. Uh-huh. So Caroline Constar, of course, is this very talented YouTuber that we've liked since we were like 17, 18, you know? She, she's a dancer, an artist, and now part of our favorite media conglomerate in the world, Rooster, Rooster Teeth. Teeth. <laughs> exactly. What does she do for them? We don't know. You what know. does Rooster Teeth do? We also don't know. You know. You yeah, know. We know. We know. Um, so apparently she was walking down the middle aisle at HEB, you know? and you, The middle aisle? Like, I... I I guess oh, not an I aisle, you but you know, like, like the, the spot between the sections exactly. where there's like aisles to your left and aisles you to your right. You can pick which aisle you're about to go down yeah. when you're in that corridor. I don't know what to call it. Corridor is a good word for it. Thanks so much. Thank you so, so much. And so she's walking there. Steven sees. I, I imagine he takes a few moments to process and second guess himself about whether or not it's her. And apparently he approaches as she's like looking for something. Um, and he says the words... Hey, are you? And then she just looks at him and walks away. Um, but how Steven describes it is like he got blown off. But also... Any normal person approached by Steven... Will have to second guess, is he approaching me? Did he say something? Like, cause if, so, if, if I did not know Steven, if Steven walked up to me and said... Are you? I'm. I'm walking away. Yeah, I'm but in a I, slight panic. Again, if all you hear is half a sentence from Stephen and you don't know Stephen, 
you probably don't understand what the half a sentence that was said was, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, it's possible she could have blown him off and that could be in character, but also like, just, I like the image of her just looking around, Steven getting the courage to go up to her and then just walks away, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I do believe it's her because also that location makes sense. So like where she'd live, I feel like, you know, we're staking out that H-E-B going forward. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what uh, th- we had a weird little interaction actually at the concert because Steven brought it up a few times. Like, oh, my gosh, what if we see her at the concert? And I was like, no, Steven, we are going to see her at the concert. And he was like, oh, I'm just so upset I ain't get a photo. I'm so upset. I, I could have had that over you and Grayson. I could have had that over you and Grayson. And then he was like, what would you have done if you were there? And I was like, yeah, I would have gotten a photo. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, but Steven, the move isn't to just to get a photo with her. You got to befriend her. You have to be friends with Caroline Constanar. Um, you got to marry like, her. Well, this is where the issues come in. Okay, because oh, I no. tell Steven, you got to befriend her. Uh, and then me and Grayson can also become friends. We can all become friends. And then Steven was like, yeah, but then Grayson would, like, make a move. You can, Like, Grayson would make a move. <laughs> and I was like, As what do you mean? Character. Like, what? And he was like, well, Grayson would, like, he would make a move. I was like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, that's not, I don't. And he was like, well, Grayson has confidence. That's kind of where we left it. So just know if we become friends with Caroline. I'm making a move. No, no. I'm making a move. It is Steven's right to choose if he wants to make a move and only Steven. No, he's already given me his blessing. Did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. You do got some confidence. This is <laughs> crazy. Whoa. Um, so shout out to Steven for almost having a celebrity sighting, you know, or meeting, <laughs> encounter. Uh, it's, a, it's a big day for him. That really and truly. Day. And then he saw The Last Dinosaurs, one of his favorite bands. Wow. I so desperately wish they had like a proper interaction and it went worse, you know? <laughs> how does it go worse than steven feeling snubbed i i feel like there's a lot of ways it goes yeah worse. i just want like, to hear them how they unfold one could be steven gets the full sentence out and instead of her just walking away she says no or you no uh-huh like that's just an immediate that's a worse experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it would be rough it would be real rough. that would yeah that would hurt um, or she says yes, and then Steven like grabs her inappropriately on accident. Uh, okay, or, on like, accident. I'd say like brushes up her. against her on accident. You know, brushes up against her, stumbles into her, does something that like leads to it being like assault. Uh huh. And then she reports him to the police. The police. The police. Holy shit! And Steven is imprisoned for sexual assault on the spot. On the spot. That Damn. would be a way it could go worse. That would not be a good end for becoming friends with Caroline Constanar. It could also be worse if they became friends. It starts going really well. And then they start dating and you don't get to make the move. That would be that would be a disaster. Exactly. Um, also bad, they start becoming friends. Um, then we meet Caroline. And then Caroline decides she doesn't like Steven anymore. And then tells us to get Steven out of our life if we want to stay friends with her. Because naturally, we'd pick her over Steven. Yeah, I do see that. Alternatively, uh, she takes Steven on a tour of Rooster Teeth and then breaks something there. Like something really expensive. Uh Uh-huh. And then That would be the ideal scenario. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Or 
Stephen becomes friends with Caroline and then doesn't speak to us again. And we never know why. No, hear me out. That is what happens, but it's not Caroline. He just thinks it is. Okay. <laughs> he just gives up his friendship with us for some girl pretending. That'd, That'd be good. Be very funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of worse outcomes. No, you're right. You bring up a good point. This one wasn't great, though. No, it really wasn't. But I can fully imagine Stephen becoming friends uh, with a celebrity and then never telling us about it. And yeah. then just not talking to us anymore. Oh, just removing us from his life. Yeah, he's like, mm. man, I made it now. I got some real friends now. They're gonna take me to the real, top. No, not real friends that are gonna take those, him to the top. Those guys, JC and Grace, said they were they were a real drag on my life. They were keeping me down. Now I got real friends. It's so true, though. It's so he was looking for a connect to the the music industry last night too, because the opening band, the one that he wanted to piss during the set of. They had two pretty girls, okay? And afterwards, the lead singer was like, we're going to be at the merch stand afterwards if you want to come say hi. And so, oh, we left, by the way, early, the concert, because first Steven said, I spent $30. I don't want to leave early. But the last band was so boring, Steven was on board with leaving. I was so happy about it. It took, like, us sitting there for 20 minutes, watch, standing there for, like, 20, 30 minutes watching them before, like, we left. But we left early, which is good. Hmm. But as we're doing that, we're going back to, like, to the, the the front of the venue and there's the merch booth, and it's completely empty. And Steven's like, "Do you like? Sh- should we get a shirt? Do you want to? Do you want one of the shirts from the openers?" And I was like, "No, I'm. I think I'm good." And then we like walk in front of it, and we're kind of just standing there for a while. As and again, there's no one there aside from the workers. And then it's not even the whole band; it's just the two pretty girls that are there from the band <gasps> doing the merch. And so Steven stands there contemplating if he should go say something. Or if he should buy one of their shirts um, and says that he needs to make connections to the music industry, which is valid, you know? I wish he would have. I asked him what he would do with those connections, and he had a really fair response. Make music, you know? And I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get Steven's first album very soon, Grayson. I hope so, too. I mean, ideally. I, but we stood there an awkward amount of time, and we were pretty close to them, just to not say anything or make eye contact, but... We thankfully left because I feel like an interaction would have gone worse, you know? It would have been one of those scenarios you laid out, but not even with Caroline. Just some... Some unknown band yeah. with 3,000 followers, you know? It would have been tough. It would have been very, very tough, Grayson. Listen, that's not all the Steven we've had in our lives this week, is it? No, you're right. Yeah, yeah we took hung me out. a second to process like what you said. Let the boy oh boy listening audience I'm know. I'm still processing the Caroline encounter because the only information I got, I got a snap from Steven. Yeah. It was just his face. And it said, I think I just saw Caroline Constner. He didn't say he like approached okay, her okay. or like tried to speak to her. I just got, I think I saw Caroline yeah. Constner. That's all I got too originally. But uh-huh. then he got in the car. He dropped the bombshell on me that he tried to interact. Mm. I know it was exciting. That's beautiful. It really was. I wish it had gone better. Yeah. Again, he has a chance. He goes to that HEB on a weekly basis for the meets. So Wow. Pro- on, he, he goes more than once a week to that HEB. So there's really great odds. That's incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see Gray the Gray. We'll see how it all unfolds. We'll, of course, keep everyone updated. But we also went over to Steven's humble little abode on... When? On Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. And what did we do then? Gray the Gray? Um, We had another horror movie night. Woo! Like this one not on Steven's ago. birthday. No. This one was just happened. This was to celebrate the 
uh, approaching Halloween still two weeks away. Yeah. We could mm-hmm. fit another horror movie night in. We did. So we really could. We really very could. We'd, really very. Is there a pay per view on Sunday? No, that's what I, I was looking up. All the wrestling shows, and there's not one for a while. Not do until you want to do another November. horror movie night on Sunday? Then we can't. I don't know if I've already made plans or not yet with Brandy. I oh, texted her about up. it, or so I already had this thought that we could hang out this Sunday again. But Brandy meant I don't remember if I made plans with her or not because usually when I do, I put it in my calendar. But there was nothing in my calendar. But I also distinctly remember us talking about Sunday, so I, I messaged her. So I'll get confirmation. And if not, then I'll be free. And if it or is, you I'll be free tomorrow. Bring Brandy to horror movie night. I mean, Easy. that's true too. I imagine if we can't hang out, it's because she'll be working. But we'll see. It's tragic. I know. It is a little tragic. It is a little tragic. But we'll see. We'll put the invitation out there. Gray the gray. We had horror movie night last Sunday though. And what did we watch? We watched two movies that Stephen picked. One um, of them loosely horror. Yeah. Okay. Um, we watched Trick or Treat, uh-huh. which was quite good. I actually I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a little disjointed. Trick or Treat. A little disjointed, a little muddled. A little, a little all over the place. Yeah, it didn't, but fun. It wasn't super cohesive, but it was good. I thought it was fun. It was charming. Yeah. Had a good atmosphere. Yeah. Werewolves and then, that go bump in the night. Yeah. That's all I need for a movie to be good. That's all I need. Exactly. And then we watched Cabin in the Woods, which was, it was fine. Thor was in it. That's true. Thor died like he was in the Hunger Games. That was also true. <laughs> then, that's that's really my, my main takeaway from it all. Yeah, the, I mean, Cabin in the Woods was fine. It's, I, I think it was a good movie or whatever. Like, it was a fine movie. But just in the context of a horror movie night, probably not the most appropriate. Yeah. It felt, because, like, it was an interesting movie, but it was more a parody of horror than it was horror like i wouldn't say it's a parody movie but i would say instead of being in the horror genre it was like an action movie yeah 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 yeah. but steven was defending that also at the concert saying that it was horror i just i don't know if i agree with that i don't really yeah like there were tense moments but even like the most tense moments it didn't it wasn't like horror it wasn't like a serial killer stalking someone it was like oh they're in danger type of yeah like thrill. god is about to interfere here yeah it reminded me a little well one that everyone was cast to be scooby-doo-esque apparently which is really cool but then also at the very end of the movie is like monsters unleashed where it's like all the different monsters from the years of scooby-doo are unleashed on them <laughs> it really it was, was. Very similar it really was just a live action scooby-doo but for adults so i enjoyed that aspect of it as well um it would be sad if that were the case, if this were the live-action Scooby-Doo, because almost... No, everyone does die. I guess in this scenario, God comes down and ends the world Scooby-Doo is in. You could definitely do a Scooby-Doo version of that, where it's like all the mysteries they've been solving, they've actually been set up by... By a, God? An evil corporate overlord. Oh, thank God. Oh, who are working for God? Yeah. Okay. Damn. Why does God have it out for Scooby-Doo? I don't think it's God. I think it was that giant fist at the end, remember? I thought the giant fist was God. No, 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 it was like weird titans. Yeah, who represented like the old gods. Yeah, but like there's a difference between like it's lowercase versus capital, you know? I thought they ended the world. Yeah. Okay. I feel like only a god could do that. A nuclear bomb could do that. Not the world, Putin you know. could do that. He presses a button, he could do that. Life right would there. still go on. Like there would be plants somewhere, life on some other planet, whatever. But if god's ending it, it's gone. 
Right, but they only ended it on Earth. Really? And even then, they didn't, like, end all life. Like, the whole thing was, oh, well, I guess we'll try this again. Exactly. I thought they blacked out everything and just started from scratch. We're hoping for another Big Bang. I mean, it's not like we saw the aftermath, but the implication I got was they were just going to burn everything on Earth. Uh, Yeah, the implication I got is that, yeah, we'll wait for another planet to appear in another few billion, trillion years. No, I thought it was wait for Earth to, like, regrow a new human type of thing. These are the questions that horror movies beg of the viewers, <laughs> you know? I guess it was a bit ambiguous at the end. Mm-hmm. Kind mm-hmm. of just threw it on just at the, the last minute. It's true. It's so true. But your car treat was fun. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Grayson, that's a get-together we had with Steven, okay? But if we think back to a couple years ago, and it really has been about two years ago now, we would have bi-weekly get-togethers, maybe monthly get-togethers, with our dear sweet friends over at the former BMW podcast, BMW, you know? Mm-hmm. And what would we do with our dear sweet friends, BMW, on this monthly, bi-weekly basis? You know, I don't remember. You know, we would record another podcast. Uh, we recorded a another po- joint podcast, a, a BMW and Boy Oh Boy joint like production hmm. by the name of Tea Time Tuesday. Not to be mistaken with the 10 other podcasts called Tea Time Tuesday. No, ours was special. Ours was special. Just look at the cover image. And uh, we got a text earlier this week in a group chat, in the business chat, as it were, from Chargill, from W, from Woman, Charlotte, if you will. Ugh. Ugh. Chargill. Darn right. About uh, restarting this joint venture. And... For those who might be new to the to the boy oh boy lore, what exactly was Tea Time Tuesday, Gray the Gray? Uh, just, just a mistake. A mistake is what you would call it. Yeah. Well, Chargill, it was Char- Chargill is the one who who birthed the idea. Idea being, well, we're going to improvise a scenario each week where friends are all getting tea together, and thus, thus Tea Time Tuesday came into existence. I don't. In hindsight, what what a wonderful idea. What destined for success. Truly. And so I We did I like feel, two or three episodes total? There are four total episodes. Oh wow. The last one titled Secret Santa that we did around Christmas time. Um that was the episode that was birthed from me fundamentally misunderstanding Secret Santa, both in real life and in character. <laughs> so it just led to a very muddled, confusing plot, if you remember correctly. That's remarkable. But Chargold approached us with the idea of restarting this podcast that only has four episodes from two years ago. And I'm at a point where we interact so little with BM&W that I'd be willing to give it another go. Would I dread it a lot? Would it be scary? Would I feel entirely like ending my life after each episode? Yes. Right? It's just nothing more humiliating than filming a tea time tuesday or recording rather a tea time tuesday and uh that is what our dear sweet friend bimily pointed out in saying that she really truly dreaded every episode and didn't enjoy it to which i responded to bimily by saying no the feeling is so mutual but we never hang out together and then bim's response was so uh, so hopeful, Grayson. Her response was like, well, then we simply just need to hang out more. 
To which I, with a similar amount of hope in my voice, glimmer in my eye, I respond and say, then simply when? Question mark. Do you know what I got in response? Nothing. No, no one's responded. You're also part of this problem. You were in that group text. Yeah, but I also didn't respond to the prospect of Tea Time Tuesday. I have excused myself from that conversation. I just uh-huh. we started with a bad premise uh, and hands off. Uh huh. I understand. So it's a whole conversation. Like until there's a hard reset. Yep. You're you're out. I'm okay. Out. No, I understand. Chargill also. She she put out the message about restarting Tea Time Tuesday. Never heard from her since. So I don't know how invested she was in it either. But for all the loyal Tea Time Tuesday uh, maniacs out there, the Tea Time Tuesday-ites, uh, just know there are plans in the works that have been shut down. <laughs> but <laughs> There were briefly plans in the works. So just a little bit of hope. you know. Just We haven't forgotten about you, okay? <laughs> we have chosen <laughs> to neglect you in this way. <laughs> it's now an active decision. <laughs> <laughs> but know that at least, at most, one of us wants to get the podcast started again. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot to look forward to on the Tea Time Tuesday front, I think. I will say, I don't think I ever dreaded recording Tea Time Tuesday mm-hmm. quite like you or Ben did. Yeah. I, I never had that, like, dread. I was mostly only ever indifferent yeah to being a thing that's good um yeah i just i don't i don't i don't care to bring it back i felt pressure to perform and then also pressure not to disappoint chargill you know i will say there was that pressure but that was that was kind of it we've disappointed her for two whole years now of not doing the podcast so i must tell you though yeah i don't think i experienced the same level of pressure from not wanting to disappoint charcoal as no okay 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 this is fair this is so very fair um gray the gray do you have any other tea time tuesday thoughts or should we move on yeah i don't know you don't know i don't know there's like flashbacks of it coming back i'm trying to think of like any of the plots and then i think to myself i don't want to think about the plots there was a crosswalk i remember the crosswalk i remember the the road that the crosswalk was on so (laughs) many deaths on that road what was it who was it what was the school for again where everyone just kept getting hit it was a school for a specific population but i don't remember who who like it was deaf or blind people or like special ed or dogs it was one. It was a group. It, it, I think it involved dogs. No, the dogs were the teachers. No, that was a plot element. Chargill injected. Yes, the dogs were teachers. No shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chargill really created a fucked up world where we just stuck the mentally ill people with dogs to teach them. This isn't the school. <laughs> we just put them in charge of watching our dogs. This is messed up. Gray the gray. So terrible. So very. So so very Chargill. This is, is a problematic show. We cannot bring is it, it up. Is it still available? It's to the still public? available. That's horrifying. Sorry about that. <laughs> We've really cursed the world with this. One thing I remember is that like we had like an episode where it was like a funeral. I do remember the the. And funeral. then at the very end, Beethan showed up. <laughs> we just accused him of being the dead guy, but he was still alive. Um, because I think there was a heavily implication the entire episode that the person whose funeral we were attending was still alive. And so when Beethan just magically appeared out of him just interrupting Bim on accident, it was just a perfect plot device to get to the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, and then we also had the implication of all of us were at least a little bit happy he was dead. 
Well, I believe he was like a terrible friend. I think the the joke was that he was actually a good friend, and we were doing terrible things to him, and we would keep trying to play it like. No, I don't really? think so. I mean, we'll have to listen back. We'll have to do a tea. How about this, no. Chargle? Compromise. We're not gonna do new two time tea, tea time Tuesday, but we can do a tea no. time Tuesday retrospective it's podcast. A bad idea. No. Okay. Or we can do a deep dive into all four remaining, four remaining, the four existing episodes of TTP. No, we've, ar- we've already done the deep dives. Don't you recall? We had deep dives at the end of each episode on all of our characters and our thoughts. Wait, did we? Yep. Oh, I don't remember that at all. It's just a stupid idea. It's bad. I remember you singing Baba Yetu at the end of one of the episodes. I think I was just done with the episodes trying to force it over. That's so sad. That's devastating. Hmm. Well, yeah, everyone go listen to Tea Time Tuesday. Don't. Don't do that to You'll yourself. You'll have a great time. A really, really wonderful time. Grayson, I had a terrifying thought earlier this week. Oh, no. Okay. And that is that... You, you, it, and this is very, like, thinking in terms of the archetypes of people in high school, right? Which we're so far separated from at this point. But it's not a boy-o-boy oh boy episode. If we don't bring up high school. some mention of high school, you know? And I just... I was thinking about that archetype, that 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 you know that kind of person back in high school who was like just the annoying kid everyone thought was kind of gross but had way too much confidence like does that kind of make sense does that track just like the kid who like is talking too much and clearly is way more confident than they've earned oh that's me well (laughs) i mean maybe in some people's eyes you could have been but i don't think you have the gross feature about you Mm. you know these people also have like an air of like ew you are like icky you know, like you probably mm-hmm. smell bad, right? I can say I definitely smelled good. And also all the people I'm thinking of in my head who fit this like character arc are below average to average height. I feel like the height helps with the confidence, but like the confidence can be like, okay, no, he, he's six foot seven, so he can be confident. He deserves it. You know, he's yeah, it. essentially. He's worked so hard for that. But like, I'm going to start just naming names. Who gives a fuck? Do you remember Christian Revis, Joe Porter, Mike Labner, or Colin Prisbilla from high school? Uh, I remember Joe. Okay. Um, as long as you know one of the names. Abner, I kind of remember the last name. Say his first okay. name. Okay, Michael? Michael Abner. I know the name, but I, I, don't, I don't remember. Okay, and he I don't even know if he fits necessarily the stereotype of the overconfidence, but just more like the, oh, kind of feeling you get, you know? I remember Joe. Okay, and the, this is they're maybe all amazing people now. I'm going off of my impressions from them when I was ages 11 to 17, you know? Some time has passed. They're probably great, probably wonderful. Well, we know Joe isn't. Why do you say that? I'm about to tattoo him in a few weeks. Uh, he finally got back to you on he that? He did. He, well, he's going to have me touch up a tattoo of his for his bachelor party. So He's getting married? He's getting married. We've talked about it. No disrespect to Joe after I just called him overconfident and kind of gross. But this, again, this, I was in high school. We move on. We grow. Um, but we've talked about it. He and his fiance look like siblings. It is wild. Did you show me a picture? I don't think I ever got a picture. Okay, okay. I'll have. It's just on his Instagram. You um, think I followed that guy on Instagram? I'm so sorry. No, ugh. you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but... Exactly, the ugh that you just expressed shows that you have some conception of, of this this kind of person I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Now my thought is, life must suck if you're that person, you know, or that kind of person. Because you don't get it. No. It's just like, 
you must wonder why everyone hates you and is so mean you to you. You just don't understand. You know, because in your head, you're like, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm the greatest thing ever. Why is everyone such an asshole? Why has everyone got a stick up their ass? I am cool. And it's like, no. You're just not. Calm down. It's Stop. Just strip the confidence away and you might be likable. You know? No. Probably not. <laughs> but there's a chance. And at the very least, more likable than with the confidence. You know? Or at least or, it just wouldn't strike people to hate you. Not at first yeah, glance. Yeah, like you won't be more likable, but you'll be less hated. Hated, less hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll be less visible. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I just like, I don't know. I've always, in my head, I will get these, those people I described to you, I will get them mixed up with one another. Like when I think back on high school. Because they were just like all kind of the same feeling that it mm -hmm. evoked thinking about them. And so like there are some who like the faces are matched to the wrong names. And it's like. That's crazy because they were just all like the same. The same kind of, mm. you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm really great. I don't think I fell into that archetype. I think it was too quiet. If anything, I'm the one who was just like less visible and thus less hated. You knew the but strategy. I knew the strategy, but I just, I would be so sad if that, if I have one life ever on this planet. Okay. A very limited existence. Okay. And that's the one I have. And that's saying a lot because there are so many worse existences, right? Mm -hmm. You could have been in the Holocaust, okay? You could have no limbs. You could have zero limbs. You, you, you could be deaf, dumb, blind, any of these things, okay? In a foreign country, any country not the United States, that's yeah. a life you could have had, okay? But even that, I think this stereotype is worse than a lot of those scenarios. Not all of them. But a lot of them. At least one or two. Yeah. Like, I'd probably pick death over being them. You know? Maybe blind. Death would be cool, though, because then you get to do sign language. It'd be sick. You know? I don't know if it'd be worse to be deaf or blind. I think I, I just... wouldn't want to be blind because then I couldn't draw. Exactly. That's, yeah. But communication, like the ability to talk to people... Mm -hmm. I guess so huge. And, and listening to music. Part of what I'm thinking about too, though, is that even people who are like so deaf, there are, I, I think it's super expensive still, but there are like those implants you can get to hear a little bit mm -hmm. and then like you can communicate, you know, and you can hear like kind of, mm. or like a little bit, you know? So worst case scenario, you can hear a tiny bit. And then if you put some headphones in, I'm sure you could probably hear that, right? Because it's tough because, yeah. On well, one it depends hand, on the type of deafness, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, what's making you deaf? On one hand, though, art and drawing is important, so you don't want to be blind. But on the other hand, we fucking have a podcast, and I listen to radio shows and podcasts nonstop. And I love music, so what the fuck? It's just tough. Yeah. But I couldn't be a Joe. I just couldn't. It'd be a shame. It would be a shame. You remember uh, the one guy, Hunter? He's a very different archetype, but... Same I, you feeling. Definitely an ill. Still got the ick, but not with like the overconfidence. Yeah, they were different types of cringe, you know? Like, like they were cringing. both the cringe where it was, oh, you think you're cool. Uh-huh. But it was like with, with a Joe, it's you think you're one of the popular guys. Uh-huh. And it makes you annoyed at them. Yeah. With Hunter, it made you like, oh, my God. 
everyone look at that like <laughs> and you would laugh and point yeah it's, it's the difference between oh you think you're popular and cool and oh you think you're a badass you think you're dark and brooding yeah it's like oh buddy now you're a truck driver <laughs> what's up i don't even think he's that anymore no what's he doing now I have no idea i think he has a kid Good for him. I think he drives a motorcycle sometimes. Good for him. He's a sweet boy. Yep. You know, I just, I will always associate him with the memory of that one weird girl who was like three grades below who tried giving me her phone number. And I was just, I wasn't there. I wasn't ready yet to interact with people on any level aside from being friends or talking about schoolwork. Okay. So I ignored. I never messaged the number that was given to me. And then we get back from winter break and like two days go by and she's on his lap, like making out sloppy right in front of Mr. Gonzalez. It was Poor crazy. Mr. Gonzalez. I know. It was like they were very close to his desk. It was wild. But I think that would be the mom. biggest downside of being a high school teacher is having to put up with that. Because like you can say no, it's going to make the problem worse. Yeah. What's fucked up, too, is that it wasn't during a class. Like, Mr. Gonzalez was just kind enough to welcome people into his room to hang out. Like me. Yeah. Great guy. Love Mr. Gonzalez. But I wasn't doing that. No. No. I was mostly just drawing. You, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that, those are my thoughts about high school. Just, I think it was because Joe reached out about a tattoo. He was fresh in my head. And at one point, I got him mixed up with another kid. And so, it's like, just, that would be so tough. I'm glad again that you you understand the type of person I'm describing. Yeah, I get it now. The initial description didn't really follow in my head, but because when you said gross, I wasn't thinking the gross that you were thinking. I was thinking gross like the kid in elementary school who would like eat his boogers. Well, the thing is, I think there's a pipeline. I think the kid who ate his boogers becomes the kid who thinks he's popular. You think? I really do because I watched it happen with Joe Mm. where he was grody. I don't want to be near him and then became, ew, you're a douchebag. Again, I'm sorry I'm about to tattoo you and take your money, but just that was the impression you made on people in high school. I'm just saying it on a public platform. Okay, but just know everyone With else With your full it. name. <laughs> That's true, too. There are a ton of them in the world. I'm sure about it. Yep. We used the nickname. We didn't even use his full legal name. So His full legal name. No, we did We not. all know we went to Brandeis High School because we where did, did an we episode go? on that. No, I don't think we did. We probably said all this shit and worse in the yearbook episode. Oh, for sure. I mean, Wesley was there, so definitely worse was said. Without a doubt. So, you know. What a great episode that was. Salt in the wound. Yeah, no, wonderful episode. Very wonderful. So, Gray the Gray, where are we at right now? What are we thinking? What are we talking about? What thoughts do we have? Oh, I'm too too hung up on Joe now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I've filled the room with douche chills, and I apologize for it, but I'd like to keep the momentum going. Grayson, I gave myself the biggest douche chills the other night, and thank God I was already, like, a little bit tipsy, but I went to a drag show because Brandy's brother was performing. He did a bunch of drag shows this week, okay? Wow. But I went to one on Tuesday, Tuesday night. It was, like, an open mic for drag, and we're walking in, and they give Brandy this whole spiel about because she's not 21 yet, right? She turns 21 in, like, three weeks about how, like, hey, if we catch you with a drink, you're banned until you're 21, um, and it was just, like, really serious for a two-week ban, you know? Um, but we get in, and as we're, like, walking to, like, the back of the room, like, the show's already started, and the host of the drag show is, like, and, and I, I'm wearing, like, my, like, zip-up gray Nike thing at the time, right? 
And as I'm entering, the host is like, uh, just, I don't know. She's she's talking about everything that's going on around her. So when we enter, she's like, oh, we have some new people here. Like, oh, the one with the long hair and the gray shirt. You're cute. Okay. And I go to these gay bars for, for Randy's brother's drag shows. And people And flirt, to get flirted with. Okay. What was that? And to get flirted with. And to get flirted. Exactly. There are equal parts in the motivation. And so what I do is I'm walking in. I'm following all of them. I'm the one at the, like, the back of the pack. I like wave. And they're like, oh, not you, honey. And I realized Brandy and her friend are also long-haired and wearing gray shirts. And I just wanted to die. But in my head, I'm just like, oh, I'm, I see a gray, gray shirt. But we live. We learn. I should have known it was Brandy. That's not douche chills. That's just sad. <laughs> it's just a little bit of both, you know? Well, you weren't doing it out of a douchey place. You were doing it because of a misunderstanding. You just didn't register. It was well, the confidence to think I could even be called cute by this. I mean, by, you went into a gay bar, so. By, wait, I need to remember that Basura was this drag queen's name, Gray the Gray. You know, to think that Basura would find me cute. Just too much confidence. I am, at the end of the day, a JP, as he'll henceforth be referred to. You know, <sighs> yeah, that's kind of where we're at. I don't so, think I don't think it was douchey. I think it was tragic. Tragic. Tra- what is more tragic, that or Stevens' interaction with Caroline Consinar? <laughs> that uh, really? Yeah, you're. I feel so if worse. I had that interaction with Caroline, where I felt like I was blown off and I missed my chance to like become friends with this person, who I think is like very cool, I I'd feel way worse about blowing the Caroline interaction than I would about that. Yeah, but. Okay, like it, it's a difference of when you're at your best, you know, like if you were in that situation with Caroline, it would not have gone that way, yeah. you know, but that is kind of the anticipated outcome with Steven in that situation. I see. So I like, see. it's just following expectations. Uh-huh. You in a situation, in a social situation, it doesn't like the, the expected outcome isn't a negative outcome. So when I it is a negative this. outcome, it's tragic. Okay, okay, okay. When it's a negative outcome with Steven, it's just, well... Yeah. Sorry, Steven. So for Steven, then, if Steven's the one waving to the drag queen, thinking they call them cute. It's like, <laughs> silly Steven. Happens. Happens, brother. You know? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Steven and I are different people, and I, I need to finally digest that. Yeah, okay? context matters. Goddamn. Grayson, on your, I talked about Goodwill a tiny bit earlier, but you didn't bring up your topic about Goodwill. You have written in your topic list, sad people at Goodwill, and I don't know what that means. I already explained this to you. It to was, me? Yeah, it was the sad guy. It was the sad guy. Okay, oh, so when you said sad, I was picturing like despondent, you know, not I mean, that, like. That's just the vibe of Goodwill most of the time. That's well, this is good. We're talking about more tragedy. This is great. Sirens are going. Sirens are going off. A bunch of people are dead in Mexico. That's where the sirens are headed. To Acapulco? Yep. No. When is Boy Oh Boy doing a road trip to Acapulco? Hopefully never. God damn it. I hear it's been destroyed by a hurricane. <laughs> no. This is so sad. Their population was only 27. So this is... Truly yeah, devastated. No, it was wrecked. Devastated the local economy right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. In uh, Goodwill, there's like there's a Goodwill in Austin that has like a little computer section kind of off in the way. And they have like computers plugged in a bunch of like laptops stacked up and monitors computer stuff a computer corner if you will yeah and it's way more computer stuff than you would expect in a goodwill yes it's a large goodwill too though it's a pretty big goodwill 
I wouldn't say like huge, huge, but mm-hmm. it's a good size Goodwill. And they have this whole corner dedicated to these computer st- things. And then in the corner of the corner area for the computers, there's this guy going through stacks of laptops. Just and he, he, when we start walking in, he's kind of just muttering to himself, like just, mm-hmm. and then like Steven sounds. No, no, okay. no, just like little things he's saying to himself. <laughs> But um, it was just me and my friend who walked in, and then the only other people who were in there before was the guy who's at, because it has a separate counter for the guy to, like, watch and talk about computer stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, It's just the three of us when we walk in, and uh, I think he takes note of the fact that someone new has walked in, and so his, like, talking to himself gets louder, and he's like, huh, good luck replacing this screen. And then, like, indicates at the screen of the laptop he's holding and like, kind of looks around to see if he got anyone's attention. That voice you just did reminded me of, like, that dank meme voice from, like, 2013. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Like, the announcer voice that would, like, they'd have, like, the stock sounds. That, not even stock sounds. Like, they would have, like, the voice-to-text thing or text-to-voice. No. Fuck. It sounded similar to the, damn, son, where'd you find this? Like, that voice. Any familiarity? You don't know, damn son, where'd you find this? I don't think so. That's fucked up. Um, but he kind of looks around. You're not even a major league gamer. And he he kind of notices the fact that no one really took note of him. We're obviously attempting to ignore him because we don't want to interact with this weirdo in goodwill. Okay. You asked me what the appearance, the physical appearance of, of the comic book goers. What's this guy look like? Middle-aged guy. Brown I was expecting hair. you to say Middle Eastern, so I was just home for a loop right there. Probably your height, but triple your weight. Okay. That's, that's... Wearing a green shirt. It was a green, like, polo. Yeah. And th- I just want to point out, it's especially unfortunate, because right now we're in fat boy JC era, you know, according to the doctor's scale. So that's, that's a lot of weight if we're tripling it. It's not a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. It's not a His lot of days weight. to live. It's not moments even no he's probably like just scraping obese okay you know he's got a tummy big tummy <laughs> you notice his tummy yeah you know it's okay 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 um and so when he realizes that no one's taking note of him he he kind of looks back at it and then repeats it louder yeah, and it's like uh... oh yeah this screen good luck replacing that He has what autism. a screen. It's Good just, luck he, he, replacing he, this screen. He's, he's just clearly on the spectrum, it sounds like. Because the, the way, I guess, the listening audience at home can't see it, but the little glance around for people to take note is about as spectrumy as you can get. But, uh, it's when endearing. The, when that doesn't work, when the screen replacing doesn't work, he puts that laptop down. We're just looking around at computers right, now, right at that point. And, uh, he's still over in his corner looking through the laptop. He's like, the water damage on this one. This one has water damage. This one has so much water damage. And then you you initiated conversation with no. him. Oh no. Just okay. Eventually, the clerk throws him a bone, and as we're leaving, the clerk had gone up to like talk to him. I think he at that point had conceded this guy need he, he needs something. Him. He needs throw him a bone. This could be it. If he doesn't go and interact with him, this could be the last <laughs> Goodwill he ever visits. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. I'm glad this you did that. Of, the clerk goes up to him, and it's the same thing. It's, 
This one has water. You seeing this water damage? I like that he doesn't try to engage in conversation. He just still repeats his talking points. Same thing. That's nice. Same thing. And, and Very good. As we're leaving, uh, he pulls back the one with the bad screen. It's like, no. Look at the screen. No, good luck replacing so. this screen. No. I like to think too. He visits this goodwill very often, and those same <laughs> screens have been there for years. <laughs> oh, poor man, poor sweet man. Anything yeah. else you'd like to talk about, Grayson? <laughs> Not regarding the goodwill. That was okay. really it. Well, we we've talked in the past about you have these upcoming Halloween parties this year, but in reading your notes, it seems like you have a bit of doubt about these parties now. Yeah. Why? Why am I going? to the halloween parties i don't like parties but aren't they like all your G gamestop co-workers it's a good number of them but like still it's what am i gonna do when i get there just hang out with your friends right i guess yeah like i like my halloween plans way more than yours okay well i don't know what you're doing on actually like halloween night i'm working i think but, oh fuck what are you doing on halloween well brandy's best friend and her boyfriend were like hey do you just want to hang out so it's just going to be the four of us hanging out. That's so it's much nice. better. Just quit bragging. Show it off. It just sounds fun. We've done it before. It was a great old time. We played Scrabble together. Maybe it sounds less fun to you now. Yeah, no, that's something awful. It was awesome. Replace that with Catan and I'm all in. I'm, I'd you know? be down to replace it with Catan. I really, well, maybe not because I'd have to explain it to everyone and I'm not even good at it. So it just, it probably wouldn't go well. But, you know. Call me on FaceTime. I'll explain oh, Thank you so much. Real quick. I appreciate this. Um... So, I mean, I think you'll enjoy yourself because it's from everything I've heard since you've started becoming a working boy. You don't enjoy work, but you enjoy your, your co-workers. Yeah, my co-workers are great, but there I know I will not be good at a party. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you just got to find your spot and hang out there, you know? I'm going to be in a corner of the room. Like, the issue with finding a spot is I'm so massive that any spot I occupy, I'm occupying the you space. You really are. I really occupy space. You know, I'm and I'm in a room. You notice me. I'm there. Well, there's width to your frame is the only thing. You're, okay, you're, just call me fat. Ridiculous. Well, then I'd say there's width to your gut. You know, if I if I were calling no, you fat, fine, whatever. Your wingspan is long. You can't help this. You can't change. Maybe you could stretch your wingspan a little bit. Totally off topic. Just okay. really quick. Yeah. I need some rubber gloves. Rubber gloves. Do you have a recommendation? What are you planning on doing? Well, I have to disinfect all my brewing equipment for the next batch, mm, and I the see. disinfection I use, you're not supposed to get it on your hands. I don't. I have to disinfect shit all the time for tattooing, but I don't use rubber gloves. I just use like the sanitary, like the kitchen cleany ones that they use for. I mean, you're using the clean kitchens, so I assume it's fine. You know, yeah, because you're working with food. I just have cheap ass plastic ones. Well, like I mean, they're made. Be, for I just that. don't. I just don't want it on my skin. I don't care if it's rubber gloves or plastic gloves or what and, it's made out. I mean, of. I actually have rubber gloves for the actual act of tattooing as well to keep blood off of me so i have both but what is the recommendation well the ones i will my rubber ones are expensive as fuck like i don't that's like maybe the most expensive part of tattooing are the needles and the gloves so probably the cleaning gloves that are made for exactly what you're trying to do that are cheaper this stuff's pretty intense i don't know literally i'm not supposed to make contact with the stuff i use to clean it's okay. cavicide I don't know what that is. You well, you're cleaning stuff for you to like eat and drink the stuff that you're using, right? Like you're cleaning it and then going to put drink inside of it, correct? Right. Okay. Mine, you can't do that with because I don't, you can't. If I use this chemical to wipe down a bowl, you shouldn't drink from that bowl anymore. You know? Like, I don't probably read the label of mine. 
Okay, yeah, maybe so. That's I assumed you had question. bought it as part of the kit. Well, it wasn't in a kit, but it did come recommended from oh, okay. like the mead maker. Then you're probably fine if it's recommended. Well, now I'm kind of nervous because when I was reading that label, it sounded really intense. I, I don't... apologize. I don't know, man. I apologize. I really do. Mm. But wait. Oh yeah. So no, you'll you'll figure it out at the party. You know. You think? Uh, just because you know the people, right? Like, or at least like half the people you'll probably know. I'll know a few people. Yeah, and you'll probably be fine. But like, if you didn't, like, then it'd be shitty. Like, mm-hmm. if you knew one or two people and you were relying on just those one or two people, it'd probably suck. But I feel like you have enough people that are going to be there that you can trade off. I mean, I'm hoping, but yeah. I don't know how many of the coworkers are actually going to be there because it's not like my D and D group. Uh huh. So it's none of them. Oh, I see. It'll be like a whole separate group of coworkers that I'm friends with, mm-hmm. and I don't because it's like two separate parties as well. I don't know how much overlap there's going to yeah. be between two of them. Cause I have the a question. This whole thing. Do you get a plus one? I haven't asked about a plus one. If you want to ensure it's going to be a fun time, you know the answer. I'm not bringing Steven. Why not? <laughs> Actually, that'd be an incredible. Yeah, idea. it sounds fun. But um, I'm going to be Ubering to the first party, uh-huh. and the second party is walking distance from me. I don't want to have to drive to pick up Steven and then drive him home. I was thinking you just drive to his place and Uber from there. But, yeah. Well, regardless, then I'd be driving. The idea is to not drive because oh, I'd be intoxicated. I understand. Then who gives a f- – you'll probably just enjoy yourself in that way. Just get drunk enough where it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess so. So, you'll be fine. One thought I had about Orlando trip coming up, Gray the Gray, is that AEW All Elite Wrestling just announced a pay-per-view for December 30th. And it's December 31st at 5 a.m. we're leaving for the airport. How are we going to make this work? You know, this sounds like an I opportunity. I thought you were about to say we need to go to a live pay-per-view. I was going to say no. Oh, no, I don't know where Absolutely the fuck it is. Not. I think it's in like I don't even I have no clue where it is. I, oh, it's in Long Island, so we probably can't make that work. Hmm. Um, but if it were in Austin, I'd go. I mean, Absolutely. if we're f- flying out at 5 a.m., I'm totally up staying the whole night That's before. what I'm saying, right? Because we talked about it before, but more jokingly, now we have a reason to. Mm-hmm. And that's all elite wrestling live on Bleacher Report. Yep. You know, the car's a little loud. A little noisy. Your brother's whistling's a little loud. I think that's our sign that we need to get going, Grayson. You think? How long have we been recording? An hour and 15 minutes. Oh, no way. That one breezed by. I was so bad because I didn't get to many of the things in your list, but I was I was trying what to go the through them all. I got? Mm, yeah. Horror movies with Steven. Vic and Owls. Over the Garden Wall. Oh, yeah. If you ever want a free salad, go to Vic and Owls with JC. He'll give you half his salad. Listen, I just can't eat the stuff. I, I just... I, yeah, that's what you claim. I, 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 I just take my throat and mouth for one day, and you'll know. Whoa, whoa. Oh, next horror movie night, we should do The Shining. The Shining? The Shining and The Exorcist, I think, would be good movies. Okay, I'm down for either of these. Is that what the friend time is in reference to? No, friend time, I was referencing the Tea Time Tuesday thing. Oh, I understand. You just couldn't dignify it by calling it by its real name. Right. Mm, I understand, I understand. You remember Addie, right? Addie Lamb. Yeah, my brother's yeah, friend, yeah. She Addie. shows up on my suggested on Instagram. As she talked to me about 21 Pilots. Of course. One of my brother's friends, Addie, she's taking a class about creative storytelling. One of her assignments is to do run a D and D campaign. Run one, like be the DM. Be, okay. Um, and she texted me. It was like, "Hey, 
just so I can kind of get the vibe of what a D&D campaign's like, oh. get the gist, could I go to one of your campaigns? So not this Friday, but the following Friday, she's going to be joining me for D&D. That's so nice. She can be your charcoal. Charcoal yeah, part two. I'm going to have her play the skipper just like I had charcoal. <laughs> That's so exciting. Wow. Is it a new skipper? No, same skipper. Okay. Well, because the skipper just exists as a character that follows me around, but can I have him like... Yeah. Okay. He's just a little goblin guy. Uh-huh. But now you can work in a gimmick where he has multiple personalities, which is pretty big. Huge. Massive, even. So that's very exciting stuff, Grayson. Otherwise, looking at your list, the only other thing I see is that work sucks. Which we already knew. So there we go. We did it. We've accomplished it all. Pretty much. And we'll be back. We will be back. We will be back to accomplish more in seven days. Goodbye, everybody. Adios. Adios.